Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Wow, as I said, you know, this show will be podcast tomorrow. All you have to do is go to the Chai FM website. Just a good podcast. Of course, move down to a Thursday to the DL Link show and you will be able to listen back. Listen back. Take time to introspect, to think, to process, you know, going through the difficult times, going through the good times, reflection. That's what it's all about. Thank you, Dory. Thank you so much. So when you look back on 2021, I mean, what stands out for you? And um, have you ever taken time out to really focus on the extraordinary people who we share this planet with and very specifically here in South Africa? It's so easy to focus on the potholes. It's so easy to focus on the crime, on the corruption. It's so easy. We have this negativity bias. This is what happens. And certainly looking at what happened last July and the fear and looking at the looting and this, this country in our in our democracy and you know looking at also I mean the burning of parliament what's recently taken place so it is easy to go there well after the break I'm going to be chatting to Brent Linda Q Linda Q he is the good things guy he makes it his business to spread the good news and we're going to be looking at back at all the great things that happened in 2021 you want to feel good stay where you are we'll be right back Hi FM 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, welcome back to the DL Link Show. I hope you're feeling inspired. I hope you're feeling excited. Renewed hope. You know, I loved what, what Dory had to say. And as I said, our next guest is going to do the same thing. Brent, Linda Q, we seem to do this every year. Get ready, geared up for the year ahead. He's also known as the good things guy. He's the guy that looks for the good things and boy do we need it brent welcome 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 and of course happy new year oh thanks vicky um coming to you all the way from the uk i i'm over here visiting my, my family at the moment something that i didn't think would happen yeah obviously towards the end of last year a, a lot of uh, south africans plans got shifted around with the red lists and all the restrictions that were in place and as soon as uh, as soon as those red lists came off and, and we were able to to make plans, we got to visit um, my family, which I'm just so thankful for. Uh, my partner's mom is incredibly sick. And for us to be over here, you know, you only get so many Christmases. And this was one that I'll treasure forever. Mm, so true, Brent. Well, I'm so delighted that you're there and, uh, you know, that you have a good time and you get home safely. And so thank you take you for taking this precious time to speak to us. We really do appreciate it. We really Ab- do. Absolutely. And like you said, we seem to do this every year. I feel like, um, I feel like this year might be a little more pressure after what we've been through in the last two years to look back and, and sort of find good things. But, yeah. but I'm here, I'm here to promise you and all the listeners, um, that there were actually incredible things happening. And like, like Dory said, uh, I had a, I had a chance to listen to a bit of what she, she said before I came on. Um, one of the greatest things that I think, uh, that I think came out of uh, 2021 and perhaps the pandemic the last two years is the ability to be honest about where we are. Uh, the ability and, and, you know, the freedom to be able to put up our hands and say, mm, today I'm not okay. And for people to actually respond to that in a caring, kind and loving way for the first time, uh, I think ever, um, 
we are okay with with speaking about not being okay and i think that's incredibly important for this for this thing that we're we're sort of going to go through and, and this life that's ahead of us so i think that's 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 a really good thing to come out the last year yeah, very true. And, and, you know, when we're talking about Dory, about, you know, looking back and the difference between optimism and being positive. Um, I, I suppose that with you doing what you're doing, um, you, you kind of playing with both the, the trying to really push the positivity, but, but, but also promoting optimism and doing that through stories. Cause what's more powerful than stories? I mean, when we get to actually see and witness what other human beings are doing, well, then we're inspired. So how did you, Brent, before we go to some of these good stories, how did you, um, go through that very challenging time round about July here in South Africa when everyone started to panic, um, looking at our beautiful country literally burn? Um, you, is the good things mm-hmm. how, how did you cope with that you know there was a quote that that got thrown around quite a bit last year and it, it comes out of the 1970s by an incredible entertainer and and maybe the original good things guy but his name is fred rogers and he comes out of america he had a show in the 1970s called the neighborhood and um and there was a quote that that was well known back then but seemed to be revived last year and the quote sort of went something like this Maybe don't quote me on this. I might get the words wrong. But um, but he looked to his mother when when seeing really bad stuff on the news and the radio, and it really scared him as a little kid. And his mom used to say to him, you know, Fred, in times of tragedy, look for the helpers because they will always be there. And and that's something that I've kept really true to my heart and to what Good Things Guy is about because we tend to tell the stories of the helpers. And you you talk you talk about that time in July, it was a Sunday, if if I'm correct. And the one word that comes to mind when we were looking at what we could call our country burning, because it was, was helplessness. For me, sitting in Johannesburg, watching yeah. our fellow South Africans fighting this, this rioting and the looting and seeing things burning and seeing buildings being destroyed and knowing that, um, or not knowing what, what was sort of going to come from that, it felt... I felt helpless. Yeah. And then the very next, the very next day. So there's a team of writers who now work for, for Good Things Guy, which I'm incredibly thankful for. The little, the little publication. It's like the little engine that could. We decided to share one good news story every day and it's grown into something really special that I'm, that I'm incredibly proud of. But on that Monday in our little writers WhatsApp group, everybody was saying, what do we do? How do we, how do we even write about the good things that are happening today? without looking like we don't know what's going on around us. The reality is, is that when, when we're faced with tragedy, and we've seen it in the last two years of the pandemic, the sentiment of who we are and what we want to, what we want to believe changes as well. And on a really bad day, I can tell you this, it's very difficult to get people to find hope again. And mm-hmm. even when we share the best and the good news, um, people are not open to receiving it. So on that day, the team are going, what do we do? What do we do? And I said to them, my exact words, in times of tragedy, look for the helpers because they will be there. And those are the stories that we need to tell. And funny enough, it took maybe about four hours for a 19-year-old girl from Johannesburg to take to Facebook and to write a simple post. And that post said, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I have time on my hands. I would love to volunteer to help to rebuild South Africa. And with those simple words, 
an incredible campaign was organically born. South Africans from all around the country rolled up their sleeves and got stuck into rebuilding South Africa. I don't know if you remember, but the hashtag rebuild SA was everywhere. And everybody just wanted to get stuck in and help. And then an hour after that, there were, there were taxis that barricaded a shopping center and they wouldn't let anybody in. These people that we tend to shout at when we're driving were protecting the shops. Like that's, that's a hero if I've ever seen one, a helper. Then there was, there was that one guy who went absolutely viral during that time and really made us laugh. And he was the manager of the shop, right? He'd seen the looting and rioting happening all around him. And he screamed at his colleagues, grab the cooking oil, get the cooking oil. <laughs> and they started, <laughs> they started, they started throwing cooking oil all over the floor in front of that checkers. Well, that manager managed to save that store. It was the only store in that whole mall that didn't get looted, looted. Then there were the stories that perhaps you didn't even hear about because they just happened quietly. There was a couple that was, um, that was meant to get married that weekend. Their wedding was uh, prepared. The food had been ordered. Um, everything was going well. And then the rioting happened. And the venue called them to say, look, we, we cannot go ahead with the wedding. It's in the middle of the riots. It's, it's sort of where it's going down in Durban. Unfortunately, we're going to have to put your wedding on hold. The couple, without blinking an eye, without even thinking about it for a second, they said, we understand, but what about the food? What do we do with the food? And the caterer said, the event company said, I don't know. What should we do? And the couple said, let's package it. Let's put it, let's put it into boxes and let's help feed the homeless and the needy. And that's exactly what they did. Oh, they fed wow. over a thousand people. So that, that's what I'm telling you. In times of tragedy, we need to look for the helpers. And when we look back on 2021, I can tell you with my hand on, on my heart that the amount of helpers that we have in South Africa from all walks of life around the whole country are probably the thing that keeps me going. And the inspiration that I find, there's just people that are quietly doing the most incredible things every day. I've been on your show a couple of times. I've been on your radio station also a few times. And it's those stories that we speak about time and time again, South Africans that are being the helpers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as you were saying that, I, what, what came to mind is, you know, South Africa, we help. It, it's, um, we're a nation where if we go back to what Dory was saying, we talk about post-traumatic stress and then post-traumatic growth. We're grappling with that all the time, aren't we, Brent? I mean, we are really required to stretch, to seek, to process, to help that through that time you spoke about a helplessness, but there was also a hopelessness. Lots of people looking and going, you know, what's going on? Are we, is this country burning to the ground? What will be left? And is there a point? And, but we, we work through these, these, um, thoughts, these feelings, these times. And as you say, well, how, what bops up? What, what, what emerges? The helpers. We, you know, South Africans, we, we help. It's a it's a beautiful thing to acknowledge. It's and it's a very important thing to acknowledge, Brent. Really, it is. Listen, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, after the break, let, let's talk about um, 2022. So stay with us. Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. 
It really is always a pleasure to have Brent Lindicu, the Good Things Guy, on the show. And we especially appreciative because Brent is speaking to us from the UK. He's spending very precious time with family. So we, we, we know what it takes to take time out from that because these moments are so precious. Um, and Brent's been talking about 2021. I've got to tell you, I've got a list here of things that the Good Things Guy brought to you, the publication brought to you, um, you know, just ideas of filmmakers and photographers who documented lockdown and they raised over 600,000 rand for charity. Um, also stories about a primary school, the Pakamisani primary school took meals to learners who couldn't get to school during lockdown. A constable, Moleko Maba, a police officer um, at a police station who helped an elderly woman who was struggling in a flooded uh, river. I-, I could go on and on and on. You know, if you have not subscribed um, to this weekly email, I suggest you do because it's a part of managing yourself. It's a part of not just focusing on the negative, but looking at the incredible things that, that we're capable of as human beings and certainly as South Africans. That's my, that's the logo. South Africans, we know how to help. Now, Brent, I know this is not a, an easy one. Because you're always looking at reporting great stories. If you had to look at 2022, if I had to say you have a, you have a wish, what, what is your wish for 2022? How do you want 2022 to look? Yo, that's a, that's a, <laughs> do you have a genie? I need more, I need more wishes. I need more wishes. No, Nikki, in, in, uh, first of all, I need to thank you because you're incredibly kind. Um, you know, that, that I realized uh, we did we did a bit of a count the other day, and we we write collectively. I've got two writers that are that are full time, and we write sixty six zero stories a week, sixty stories wow. a week of good news happening in South Africa. So when you when you started rattling off those good things that were happening, that, that was just that was just week one yeah. <laughs> in January. Yeah. There's so much there's so much good happening in South Africa, and perhaps perhaps my wish for South Africa and the world is is not to not to shy away from the hard things you know we have to face them the the reality of news is that it's important it tells us what matters it tells us what's going on we need to know what's going on around us that's incredibly important but perhaps perhaps this is this is an extended wish because we need to face face the harsh realities but we need to help ourselves and help each other to find balance and i think that's what good things guy has done for me that weekly newsletter that you speak of that we send out on a friday um, it really is just to remind people that there are little moments of joy that we need to celebrate and perhaps people that we need to celebrate. Um, the, the, the ordinary, I call them ordinary people, but they're really not. The ordinary people doing extraordinary things every single day. What do I see for 2022? Well, I must tell you, there is a fire in my soul. There is this hope that's been set alight within me. This is, this is the year I believe that the globe will conquer COVID, that we will move forward from this pandemic that it's taken its hold on us for the last two years. And, and generally speaking, people believe that after tragedy, there, there, there's almost like a flower, a rebirth, a new, a new hope that is, that, that gets born. And I, and I kind of think that's what 2022 is going to be. It's, it's going to be when our businesses flourish. It's, it's going to be a time when um, you know, the last two years, we've learned to be there for each other, to be kinder, to be compassionate, to, to give food over the wall to a neighbor. The, the things that I've seen and, and been done 
in this time have taught us compassion, empathy, and kindness. And if we can take that, if we can take those, those things that we learned through this really traumatic time and put it into this, this 2022 when we're going to have this rebirth and hope and good things, imagine the world that we would have. It would be absolutely incredible. And I see that happening in 2022. Wow, Brett. Listen, you've, you've fired me up. You've lit the flame inside of me, and I'm sure many of our listeners as well. All I can say is, please, God, please, God. Um, and at the risk of sounding oh so cheesy, it is really that rainbow after the storm that we can look mm. at. And uh, we know the storm was there. We can look around us. We can see the damage. Um, but the rainbow shines bright, and that's the way of life. And, you know, I just love that, Brent. Thank you so, so much. Um, for lighting up the show, um, for doing what you do, bringing us these amazing stories. And before I do say goodbye, I, I do want to say that as human beings, we are connected. We want to be there for one another. It is the way we are wired. Our brains flush all of these feel-good hormones when we have, as Brent says, compassion and kindness and understanding. And it's the great thing about living in South Africa is it's actually easy to help. There's so many organizations. There are so many ways to be of assistance, to volunteer your time. And I'm sure, Brent, if people are looking, they can always contact you guys. They can reach your publication um, to be in contact with the right organization. So very quickly, how do people get in touch? How do people sign up and subscribe? So easy. All you've got to do is head over to goodthingsguide.com is what you're looking for. You'll find all the information there. If you scroll down on the homepage, you'll find a section called Editor's Picks. And in that section, you'll find a list of charities from all over South Africa. We put it together every single year at the beginning of the year. We update it. We let people know how they can get involved and make a difference. And I want to remind you listeners, we'll close it here from me, is that it's not always about money. Sometimes time is far more vital when helping mm. people out. Giving of your time is, um, is, is a godly service. So I want to thank you very much for having me today. It's been incredible being on the show with you. I can't wait to be back and hopefully uh, next time it's in studio with you guys. Oh, I look forward to that, Brent. Take care. Enjoy this time with your family and uh, God bless. All the best for 2022. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.